do have a take. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hating. Welcome back to Point of Contention. Five topics, five minutes, five points of contention coming up on the show. Spotlight on Silver, the Wild Wild West, MIP, MVP, and extensions becoming more valuable. I also want to welcome those of you watching on YouTube. I swear to God, if you're watching on YouTube and you do not go click subscribe to the channel, uh, I'm going to ban you from YouTube. No more cat videos. No more rap battles. No more uh, dumb conspiracy videos. None of those. Go subscribe. Click that little thing. It's just a little subscribe button. It's right there in the bottom or middle or, you know, somewhere on the page. You can find it. I trust you. Today, March 9th, Get Over It Day. Get Over It Day was created by Jeff Goldblatt in 2005 after having trouble getting over an ex-girlfriend. Marcus, what's the best way to get over it? Man, take your butt to sleep. <laughs> sleep is secure for just about anything. My you wake up. My solution, is secure. my solution also involves bed, but not maybe not the same thing. In this corner, let's get to our contestants. In this corner, the most braggadocious bean down bench warmer on a college team that went 2 and 21. He writes Celtics. 22. He reps Kings. He still believes in. I mean, you you really still believe in Aaron Kraft, right? Like Aaron Kraft. Aaron Kraft, Aaron Kraft gets a, could have gets been a, a lockdown guard off the bench in the league. Which league? The league. Okay. Maybe the basketball <laughs> tournament. Ride with him on Peloton at the kid, the god. It's Jay Sacramento King. Jay, how did you celebrate the Kings moving up to the two seed? I woke up. Looked at the standings, saw the Kings in second place. You didn't stay up. You didn't stay up for Grizzlies Lakers with the two seed not, on the line. I did not stay up for that nonsense. Absolutely not. Did. I woke up, texted texted the group chat that <laughs> none of you fucks can say anything to me again. Uh-huh. And all and we just started talking shit about Dylan Brooks. Too. And then everyone <laughs> proved me to be a liar on that front. <laughs> It but was, the Kings was, have was, proven me right. He walked into it, man. He, he, right he, he opened the door for us and said, come on in, boys. <laughs> All right. Yeah, in, in this corner. I, I was proud this morning. I was proud this morning, though, when I woke up. Yeah. Yeah, look at you guys. You and your Sacramento ties. In this corner, the most versatile media member the Bay's ever seen. Three books, long titles, get them all in bookstores. They're fantastic reads. He's the friend from Frisco, the bro from Berkeley. He puts the sauce in Sausalito, the media in Alameda, the AO in Vallejo, the Petty in Petaluma. My dog is hype manning him right now. It's Marcus S. Thompson. Marcus, what was your reaction to the Kings moving up to the two? The Kings are two? Uh, for for a day, <laughs> ah, so it was only a yes, matter of they time, are. baby. Yeah, it was only a matter. I, I poured out a little liquor for the Grizzlies, who will start oh, to boy. descend in the well, West. That's an inappropriate started. metaphor. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Well, you could have <laughs> kind of kind of on point. You could have kind of on point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually, know. Actually, you know what? The the Kings have been gunning for that number two spot for a while. 16 years. All right, let's speak of the Grizzlies. Let's get into it. Schleck, start the clock. Take one. Spotlight on silver. 
by now you've consumed an unbelievable amount of content on the John Morant situation, right? We've addressed on a ton of every show we've done. We've written about it. We've broken it down. What exactly is at stake for Jaw, the Grizzlies, and the near future of the franchise? The NBA's collective bargaining agreement is a little vague about what punishment would happen if Jaw did, in fact, have a gun on the plane. It could be a game. It could be maybe up to 50 games. We don't quite know what the exact thing would be. Based on CBA Article 4, Section 9, a player that is present at an NBA facility or being, u- or being used as by the NBA with a gun is a violation in Section 12 states that if a player is participating in any activity involving firearms, they're subject to discipline. Ja hasn't had any formal discipline so far as of this recording, not suspended by the league or the Grizzlies. He's just taking time away. At this point, let's flip this a little bit. Let's not talk about Ja. Let's talk about Adam Silver. The spotlight is on Adam Silver in the NBA. What are they going to do? Whether the gun was on the plane or not, everyone is waiting to see how Silver reacts. So, Marcus, I'll ask you, what should we expect from Adam Silver in the coming days? I would add to that Adam Silver, someone who notoriously wants to be good with players. Nothing. Nothing's going to happen. He's going to be like, good job, Grizzlies. Y'all handled that. You got it. Y'all, y'all did well. Good job. <laughs> it's just, And you know what? He shouldn't do anything. This is one of the mm. situations where he shouldn't do anything. Uh, first off, I mean, can we talk about how shady this little CBA rule is? Like, It's kind of. Oh, my yeah. Can we just call it the Gilbert Arenas rule, too? Can we do uh, Can that? we call it the, hey, we don't want young black dudes having guns rule? Like, <laughs> people in the NBA don't hunt? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, look, Brad Miller once showed me a binder of pictures of animals he's killed. Nah, I, mean, I, mean, I, I like, wouldn't I be surprised. See this, and I'm like, Brad, when have I ever expressed hunting interest? Did he have the binder it. in the locker room? Yes, it was in his locker. Like he, just, he just walked around with like all it, the pictures of the animals. It he was killed? like deodorant, shoes, <laughs> binder of animals he's killed. <laughs> you telling me Spencer well, Halls? They never went hunting. Come on, man! Like, <laughs> oh just, man, Marcus, I wanted, I want to say a joke. So bad. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm just saying, like, it just feels like, and look, I'm from here, so I understand absolutely. Like, you see, see dudes carrying Glocks, it's like, hold on, I get a little PTSD from that. Mm-hmm. But it's America. Like, are we really criminalizing guns like that are not being shot? Like, it's just, it's a weird thing to draw a line on and say 50 games, like that. That, of I mean, all the behavior that's that Gilbert feels, Arenas, though, right? Bringing yeah, them no into question. the locker room, yeah, but that, in the locker room, pointing them at people, like well, I got you, all that. Do you think I the team playing should count as an NBA facility? No, I mean, who's paying for the plane? Like to me, that's just wild. Like I, that, that's where I'm like, all right, this is a but, weird but, gray but area. They can't defend the whole laser pointing situation. And then come out and be like, but you had a, a, a blicky in the club. You can't tolerate that. Like, God, I would love to see Adam Silver but, say, but you had a blicky in the club. <laughs> no, Adam Silver definitely said quote. that. That's a direct He definitely said that, you know. You can't have a blicky in the club, right? <laughs> I, I just, look, I do, I do think... For having There's a blicky in the club, you're suspended 50 for games, 50 yeah. games. Like, you know, you say it all out of breath. Exactly. And yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just, man, I get I get a little bit like, come on, man. I understand these dudes are 
knuckleheads, there's danger, and I got it. But man, you guys are absolutely terrified, terrified that they might have their hands on a gun. Oh no, you can't also, possibly the way, the touch way he a held gun. the gun. Didn't make me seem like he knew how to and use it's it. It's the most unafraid use of a gun I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never, I've never been he more held it comfortable. Up like a Ziploc yeah, baggie, it was, like it was. It was like it had like m- mildew on it. He's like, ew, I don't want to touch this gun. Ew, not this gun. Yeah, no. not this one. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's the most unthreatening holding of a gun I've ever seen. Yeah, but he's not gonna do anything. I feel like whatever Jaws going through, and whatever the Grizzlies are doing, like that, let them handle it. That's enough. And. We well, we don't need the David Stern overreach to appease a base of an audience that actually shouldn't be appeased to. Stern, I feel like Stern would have been out to to get vengeance at this point. Like like Ja had the one incident, then he had the Patriots. David incident. Stern would have done the Gilbert Arenas like then he's on Instagram live. Stern, Stern would have been Stern, Stern would have got him though on blood. the other ones though. He would have yeah, got Stern, him on the yeah, other Stern, ones. That's, the to Indiana me, that's thing, the problem. He would have been like, like, I don't care. Yeah. Hold on, you were in the car with who? With who? What y'all have? What? <laughs> Thirty games. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I think Silver's gonna take his time. He's gonna he's gonna see what the Grizzlies actually do because right now it's just Jaws away from the team. They haven't suspended him. They're just saying that he's vacation. Basically, getting mental help uh, for dealing with stress and whatnot. Uh, and whatever else Taylor Jenkins kind of said, I'm splitting into this this into two categories. One is the person who needs to get better, and two is something we take seriously with the gun stuff. Um, but th- this it kind of happened with with the Kyrie stuff. It's happened with some other stuff. Silver kind of takes his time, lets the details come out, and and then reacts. Uh, I, I so, also think Silver kind of like like I, maybe it is due diligence, Jay. But I also think there's part of Silver that's like, if I just wait long enough, people will move on to something else. And then whatever I decide is. But this one ain't going away because. He, nah, he's like, come on, guys. He's going to come back else. to the team. Come Dream on, Lee. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Lee. Give it could me be Jordan else. Poole again after after the reaction he last night. Kyrie to Poole not passing to the like rock. Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Maybe check this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot at stake here. Honestly, with with yeah. Silver's response, what what does he do? What precedent does he set here? Uh, and then on top of that, there's a layer of the the Colorado investigation into this, sure. which which could bring God knows what else beside what the, whatever the NBA does. I don't know exactly what what those laws are or. Or in, what? And David Stern's NBA, Stephen Jackson shot a gun outside of the strip club and got seven games. Like <laughs> the, he held a gun. To be fair, up. I think I think I, hadn't he just gotten hit by a car? He was about yes, to get hit by a car. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I think you would shoot a gun in the air if someone hits you with a car. Yes, you bust a gun. I'm yeah. just saying, like, and we're comparing. What? Like he held up a gun. Like, do we even know it was a gun? If that thing had an orange cap on the tip, I would believe it. it no, was... I would. No, I would. <laughs> What's believe... going on with this club, though? I would What's believe... going on with the club security? If you told me you had video of David Stern flawlessly saying "Blicky" in the club, I would believe that. That I, th- I think David Stern's got that in his bag. I, I think he's got that in the lexicon. 
Let's I'm sure Let's Stern just move does. on. All right. I'm sure hey, Stern does. take two. <laughs> wild Wild West. As of Wednesday, <laughs> seeds 9 through 13 in the West are separated by a game with Portland, OKC, and New Orleans. Oh, some bad, uh, bad sign. Williamson News, it sounds like. All tied at 31 and 34, making the play... Making the play-in would feel like a huge victory for many of these teams, but who's got the most to lose? Jay, which team at the back half of the West would be most devastated by completely missing the playoffs play-in altogether? And I'm not going to allow you to say the Lakers. It's got to be someone else. It's not the Lakers. It's not. It's the Clippers. It's the Clippers. Imagine if you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and then you're in like fifth or sixth or whatever it was when, when buyout time came. Then you add Russell Westbrook and lose a million games in a row, <laughs> and you end up missing the playing tournament altogether. We can't that do this to Russ, be... man. We can't do this to Russ. Russ might do it to we, himself. We can't. Man. No, Russ has been fine. We can't let this be on Russ. Okay, I'm here for the jokes, Jay, but we can't let this be on Russ. This they Clippers team is unserious. They are unserious as a team and have been since they got together. Yeah, they they have not ever come close to reaching their potential. They have not ever stayed healthy or or really even been too committed to like finding what what needs to happen t- for this core to work. Isn't part like, of the unseriousness though like going to get Russ? All right, look, you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to break this down and dissect it, Marcus. It just you know. I just don't well, want all this the, to be on The Russ. other part of the unseriousness was their roster before Russ had exactly zero point guards. Zero. Yeah. Like, like they didn't have a single point guard. And that's why right. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were so adamant that they needed another ball handler was because they put together a roster that did not have a single point guard. That did not have a single guy who could put them into offense that's and take some of the pressure off Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Like... And at the beginning of the season, the two were Reggie Jackson and John Wall, who, again, un- unserious. So I don't know. That but first the Clippers, John if, Wall if you felt like something, man, it felt like something, Jay. Yeah, we were hype. You, you see the next but, one. <laughs> imagine, imagine if the three-one game, blown, Marcus. It's it's continuing the games. That's tough. Imagine if the three-one blown lead to Denver is the peak of the Kawhi Leonard era. Uh, well, they made In the conference finals, but Kawhi was hurt at that point, right? Like we knew they didn't have a chance. Yeah, that might man, that might be the peak. <laughs> Can a three-one I mean, first round? No, 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 no you know round, what? We've what? got we've got to give them credit. They exposed Rudy Gobert more than any team has ever exposed Rudy Gobert. They they oh, they actually, showed the world of question. his fraudulence. That's a good question. Who exposed Rudy the most? More than Jalen Brunson? Because they did it first, though. They did it first. Like they they were the first team that was like, let's just go yeah. find out. He's there's well, no. Well, I mean the war I, well, the Warriors kinda did it. But it didn't the count because they were, it didn't Mark. count because they were the Warriors, right? right. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Everyone yeah, expects that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe the Clippers did do that first. That's a that's actually a great I might put that in the bounce newsletter. Subscribe to the bounce, theathletic.com slash bounce. Marcus, do not ask what that is. Marcus, who do you think has the most to lose? If that, by missing the play-in tournament. The Don't Golden say, State Warriors. No, they're not. They're not in danger. Marcus. Can you look at their road it's record? two and a half. Hold on. It's only two and a half games out. Look at their road record. 
<laughs> they are seven, seven and twenty-five. What is happening on the road? The pro- to me, they just don't play smart. They play like a team that yeah. feels like at any moment, at any moment, we're gonna we're gonna start playing like champions. The shots Yo, are gonna fall. So many times, so many times in that Thunder Warriors game Tuesday night, I just muttered to myself, "You idiots." Because they do, they just play stupid basketball. Just yeah, just it's bad, and and they just they just do it, and they don't they don't play like a team that hey man we have to win this game right so let's play smart. They're like oh what we made two shots here We're it good. comes the yeah. Warriors are here and then they take four <laughs> more and it's like no you just let the team back in the game four uh, more would imply it, they didn't turn the ball over stupidly absolutely so, right, yeah. yeah so it's like they if they don't make the playoffs. Wow, think about like think like it won't be the same team. They're paying three hundred fifty million dollars. No, you can't. You can't. And it's not. It's not the Steph injury that hurts, but it's not that they got a better record with Steph out, which is crazy. Like when Steph That's gets nuts. back, they yeah. really turn up the the craziness. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Steph's here. We'll <laughs> save us. We are out here, baby. We yeah, should. we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're just chucking. Like, Let the golden right. child do it. We got it. How, how much? How much do the veterans hate Jordan Poole though? Like th- that Draymond I mean, showing I mean, him up was the second time so. it's happened. Beyond the punch, like they clearly are you, just so when, frustrated when, with the way that Steph dude plays it, basketball. When Steph did it, you knew, right? Yeah, that's, that's when you knew. Yeah, that's when you knew. If Steph can't hold it together, but you know what? Here's what I love about Jordan Poole. You would love him too, Jay, because like he. Like the reason is because that dude don't like he don't have the 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 kiss up gene I, that like like he like yo I'm gonna be this I'm arrogant obnoxious player and I don't care I'm nice y'all can't I, see I'm me. gonna I'm gonna steal and he was a like line. that as a rookie like he came into yeah. the, the league like that and he was I'm in the G League you. and stuff yeah. and he was still like that I'm gonna steal a line from J King and say Jordan Poole is good because he doesn't know how bad he is just like Dylan Brooks. And we'll it's never true. know. And we'll, we'll never, never know. know. All right, let's take a quick break, fellas. After the break, we discuss the MIP. We'll be right back. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. And we're back. Take three. Who is the most improved? On Wednesday, our own Josh Robbins, Kelly Eco, and Eric Name put a piece on The Athletic with a lengthy discussion on everyone's favorite award, Most Improved Player. What exactly constitutes Most Improved? Is it the biggest jump in counting stats, efficiency, 2K rating? Does having a winning record on a winning team factor into it? This piece, players like Jalen Brunson, Larry Markkinen, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Mikkel Bridges are all mentioned. But Marcus, I want to know, 
who is your most improved player? You thought Jordan Poole was the most improved last year. So how do you go about choosing your MV- your MIP this year? Yeah, it's still Jordan Poole. Uh, like, <laughs> you know how good you got to be to go from where he was last year to where he is? Like, this is all intentional. Uh-huh. I, I, <laughs> uh-huh. I, don't, I don't. Here's what I hate about most improved. I can't stand the giving the award to somebody who was already going that way. And it's very like the John Morant start. Yeah. Yes. The John Morant, he's a star. Oh, and he got, I mean, guess what? He, he got an better. He candidate. That's hard. Th- to that's do. what he was supposed to do. That's ah. who he is. So to me, I'm going with Lori marketing. I like mm. the sneak. I like the sneaky ones. I like the ones you didn't know what's coming. I like the surprise. I like right. the revelation. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. The whiteness helps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just to me to go and be like oh this i don't know who's the young guy who's like took a step up this year like as expected well, I, like, I, like, I mean i have a as a as a voter assuming i'm still a voter this year as a voter i will not vote for a second year player i like that's what you're, you're supposed to get better in your second year you're supposed to be like all right i've i've been thrown into the fire now let's see what i can do jay who who's your most improved player Oh, it's marketing. And it's marketing because he's been around for a while. He's been in different roles. He's been on different teams. And we never knew he could do close to this. I don't think he knew he could do close to this. And so with him, it feels like real improvement. Like it's not just it's not just he got to a new team and was given more responsibilities, which I feel like Jalen Brunson is to some extent. Mm-hmm. Like Brunson has been playing amazing. He's yeah, helped Russ transform just got the like Knicks. higher usage rate, right? Like, yeah. But it was it was just like he was extremely good for the Mavericks last year, and everyone kind of figured he'd be very good again and give him the ball nobody, more often, give him more responsibilities. This, nobody thought this. But everyone knew Jalen Brunson was very good and would help a team. No matter what you thought about his contract, everyone knew he was, <sighs> well, was very good. Lori Lowry Markinen was like Nobody well, yeah. knew he he had anything he, close he, to this, and and he was an all star. He started in the all star game. Not that he should have started, but he right. started in the all star game, and well, and just you just gave like, him credit, think, and it took away. They took it right back. He started in the all star game. He shouldn't have, but he started. <laughs> he built but, a resume. They burned it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like like with with marking it, it feels like like real improvement. He improved everything about his game. Mm-hmm. Whereas Brunson, it was just like that's the dude he was. He just needed the rock more. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. I yeah, I don't Br- think Brunson, I, Brunson showed that. this. Brunson yeah. showed this in the playoffs, and not that he didn't have a good year last year, but like he showed like he showed this in the playoffs. I wonder does that show improvement then, or is it improvement now to do it over the course of a season? Um, Markinen has shown some of this in the past. It's not like any of this is is new maybe consistency and staying healthy has changed i would say kind of the same for for shay i think shay a couple years ago not last season but the season before was equally this good it's just he got shut down right as they were as they were tanking so i it makes me wonder what is that improvement right like and and maybe it is i mean marketing's probably who i would vote for right now but i do think jalen brunson is right there i think sga is right there um Mikhail bridges is like making a late run too yeah, I mean, I yeah, I guess I knew that Mikael Bridges was a scorer, but because he did in college. But I, you know, I guess it's different on the NBA level for sure. Yeah, I'd probably go SGA too, just because 
Like he's he's risen to MVP candidate, like kind of out of nowhere. Not out of nowhere. Like he's oh. good. Oh, kind of like a John ja Morant, up. maybe, nah, huh? Ja, nah, bro. Ja was already there. Ja was already there. You were like, but he averaged six more points per game. He averaged a lot more points <laughs> per game. He went from like 19 to 25. Which that's is, I, I just try to act like that's not a big job. Or it's a big he job. went from 19 <laughs> to 27. Oh, oh, it's eight. Eight. On, on, less than, on less than three and a half more shots a game. Would, would Halliburton that's fit into good. your guys? Ooh, like, is Halliburton's he... a good uh, Yeah, that's that's a good call. Because he's been good, obviously. And he's he's been someone a lot of people saw as a future star. But, like, he arrived. And, yeah. and he did it in a way that, like, lifted up that entire franchise. He yeah, also he has actually a... deserves his all-star bid. Yeah, he also, I mean, you gotta you got to factor in... <laughs> You got to factor in that he has a category no one else has, which is sticking in Wally Zerbiak's face. You know, he's leading that category in terms of. I cannot give him most subjective while his shot looks like that. Like he's got to fix it's the shot. Wet, it's wet, though. It is that, wet. It's crazy. Why he was underdrafted. Wet. That's <laughs> why he crazy got traded. Because like, people right. look at him and they're like, he can't be as good. Like, as he like is. we know he can but play, he but nah, not that shot. Nah, not <laughs> that shot. Little Kevin Martin esque, right? All right, coming up after the break. MVP Discourse. Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals, and show you hidden allies so that you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you up-to-date first-party data, enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash show 23 that's linkedin.com slash NBA show 23 for a 60 day free trial. Let LinkedIn sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash NBA show 23 and get started. Take four MVP discourse, ton of discourse about the NBA's MVP award who should or shouldn't be allowed to win it. It feels like everyone's, Weighing in on the debate, specifically around Jokic being a viable candidate for his third straight MVP. Hasn't been done since Larry Bird in 1986. And of course, you know, if there's an MVP debate, Daryl Morey's going to whine about it, which he did after Joel Embiid dropped 39 on the Wolves in a win. He tweeted out, media, colon, quote, the MVP should come from one of the best teams in the league. End quote. How they choose when their preferred candidate barely avoids the play-in tournament. And we've got a gif of a toddler cheating, trying to put a, a square peg into one of these oddly shaped holes in a, one of those toy sets. His words followed by that baby. Oh, my goodness. Just the whining. I'll say this, Daryl. I don't think you got your heart in this one. 
you put a lot more effort into whining about why James Harden should be the MVP. Feels like you're just going through the motions on this one. You really got to cry about it. You really got to cry about it here to make me feel like you care much as much about Embiid as you did Harden. And I know it's killing you. I know these rumors of, of Harden to Houston are just killing you right now. Just killing you. It's probably distracting from your propaganda for Embiid, who, by the way, is a viable option. But his team really isn't as good as the other two guys, right? Jokic and Giannis, that's much, much better. So, Jay, we've got controversy. We've got Daryl Morey whining like he always does about the MVP award. I'm guessing that unfollow is coming, too, by the way, on Twitter. Uh, We've got that. We've got racial discrimination being brought into the conversation about voting. Jay, where do you stand on Jokic MVP discourse, and should he be the leader in the MVP race? I'm so sick of all the MVP talk. It sucks, man. It it has gone so fucking out of control. And the, the thing about it is, this should be a fun topic to discuss yes. because we are discussing sure the most brilliant it sure the most brilliant basketball players on the world. Like this should be, oh, do you prefer Jokic and his style of like feeding everyone and, and being an offensive ecosystem all by himself and averaging a triple-double? Or do you prefer Giannis because he's a much better defender and he's also putting up stats that are like Wilt Chamberlain-ish? Or do you yeah. prefer Joel Embiid because he's an absolute physical force a monster. who yeah. plays like Kobe yeah. in the mid-post? Like, this should be so much fun to break down these three candidates and – to just go back and forth about what you prefer, what you like, what what you would rather have in a candidate. And instead, we're talking about race. And we're having Daryl Morey ha- with these oh, he always little whines. stupid fucking tweets. And it's just like, I-, I just wish we would just show appreciation for all the candidates because they're all so fucking good. And if honestly, if you pick any of those guys for MVP... I, mean, I don't think you're really yeah. that wrong. Like yeah. they're awesome. They're I all, all awesome. They've all had worthy. great years. All their teams have had great oh, years. I agree. All of them, except for Jokic. Ooh. <laughs> Marcus doesn't coming. like the white guy. Shocker. <laughs> except Larry Marketing. Marcus, why oh, don't you I, think he should be pick, the MVP? I picked Larry Marketing because I knew this was coming, so you can't. <laughs> I was covered. Oh, myself. you're always playing. You're always I playing forty chess that. with us. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Jokic is incredible, man. You know yeah, what man, I he's love? Ridiculous. But I, even more than his, like his game is ridiculous. I love his personality. Like, do you get the sense that he cares about any of this? Like, he's <laughs> no. I don't he think he cares about anything. I don't think he cares about. He cares about stuff. horses. That's and all he cares I, about. I, I love that. This dude got like people. Like he's gonna be the center of an American race riot, and then he's gonna go home, <laughs> just unbothered, <laughs> just completely unbothered, unaware. He's probably got laundry hanging on the other two awards. Like, like it's, it's, it's it's about like, we about to have a straight revolution centered on. Yeah. Jokic getting the award. No, he's like, yo, the, I'm out, y'all. I'm you know out. what the annoying thing is? And I I can't remember if I've said this publicly or not before, but um, Jokic is awesome. His fans suck. Like, that's the thing. Like, and, and, it, and it's not just him. Like, it does speak to what you said about this used to be a fun thing to talk about, right? Like, 
fans in general just get so, and maybe this is a way of getting noticed, right? And and media definitely has a part to play in this, but like you have to say something incendiary. Oh, how could you give it to Giannis? How could you give it to Embiid? Uh, it's how could you give it to Jokic? It's got to be like you know, it, it can only be this pick, and it's and it's a thing where it's just like you know what the most fun thing to do is debate something. No one gets to use their phone. Like have you have you oh, tried that on. recently? Nah, talking they, about they something at like a bar nah. or a get together or something, come and on. like. Debate something and no one gets to pick up their phone and look anything up. You can say anything. It's wild. I could tell you Giannis is averaging 35, 15, and 8 this season, and you don't get to pick up your phone to check it. I just Google get to kill my buddy whatever. TJ. Google killed my See, buddy TJ because he used to worst. come up with fake stats. He, oh, he was, man, I used to do that. Be like, oh, he averaged 23 <laughs> points a game in 1997. Yeah. And then all you got to do, do is be right about one. Like you just one time. One right. They one looked time. it up. It was like, oh, you're right. Now you know. Oh, yeah. No, he <laughs> yep. know. He, he, yep. he know. He yeah, knows. Yeah. yeah. That's when it. They can say whatever. You would argue point. for hours in a bar, and then you had to go home and check a fucking almanac. That's what you had to check. Yep, absolutely. Oh, my God. Those were the I days. I used to have the you almanac. Know, we, I used I'm to read a, that when I was taking shits. Oh, I'm absolutely. A, the basketball a, almanac. Absolutely. The big old blue thing. Yeah, no, remember yeah. that? I used to memorize the back of back of card, baseball cards. Memorize the stats. You had to. I'm going to sound hella old on this, but I do feel like we just don't know how to talk anyway. We don't. We don't know how to do this stuff. Like We don't. And, and part you. of it, part of it is like a lot of it has to do with social media and like the denigration of conversation. But like the best way to make an argument now is literally by tearing down somebody else. Like that's the best. Like we could talk about the difference between Jokic and Giannis all day, and it should be a great five-hour. It should be like us debating Michael Jackson and Prince back in the day, or mm-hmm. Biggie and Pac, right? Like and we could mm-hmm. go for hours about like Prince was Michael a great Jordan musician. Yeah, no, no, no. Watch it, watch it. <laughs> but we should we should be able to do that. But now you can't, and part of it is because people just don't even acknowledge the real reasons why they want know. to. What's yeah. wrong with saying Jokic is a chubby white dude? Dominating the league of athletes, and I root for him because of that. What's yeah. wrong with that? Just like, be just, just say, like just yo, be honest about it. Yeah, like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If I was seven that. feet tall, that'd be me, and that's why I like. No him. question. Just I, I, I mean, yeah. it's why people love Steph because you look like you could run into him at yeah. Chipotle. Like I like people like the fact that he looks like kind of a regular dude compared yeah. to everybody. Like there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. But now when you say like, listen, when I watch the Olympics, if you ain't American, I'm rooting for Africa every time. Like, <laughs> I, root, I root for Usain Bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, oh, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> and, and if it's America against a country who needs this win more, then I'm rooting for it. Like, all right, we good out here. Like, we eating. Let them get their moment, right? Like, okay, yeah. So there's no, like, crime, but, but we don't, we can't, we don't know how to have the conversation. No. So we can't. We, we don't know how to talk to each other, so we can't like be honest with that. We can't say, yeah. you know what? I, I wish, don't like how I yeah. like how he doesn't celebrate everything. Daryl say that. Just say I'm not the yeah. GM for those other guys, so I'm gonna shit on him. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just admit it. <laughs> just admit don't it. Tell it me the media is doing this. The media is doing that. Just say right? it. Were you were were you <laughs> complaining about the media when we gave James Harden the MVP? Fuck no. Get out of here. Love the media. Love it. Yeah, would be then you so, loved us. It would be so easy to be like, you know what? Jokic is an absolute wizard. He's got the Nuggets, who are a flawed team at the top of the West. But I like Giannis because he plays a little more defense. Yeah. Or the other yeah. way around. Like, you know what? 
Giannis is having an amazing season, but what Jokic does for that offense, the way he lifts the players around him is just different. So I'm going to go with him. Like, cool. That'd be great. That'd yeah. be so awesome if we could just have chats like that. Just just appreciating the brilliance of these three guys who are having magical basketball seasons. All of them I, are having magical seasons. I think a knock on Giannis is he makes us watch Grayson Allen a lot more. It's a strike against him. <laughs> it's a flaw. All right. I mean, it's a flaw. Take five. Extensions <laughs> valuable again? Why you got to blame the black guy for Grayson Allen, huh? Why are we still suffering from... That's actually a good point. <laughs> Expand on that, Jay. No, it's just a great point. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, our own Sean Strati reported on the NBA's <laughs> CBA negotiations and the issues at hand. One is the ability to pay players more on extensions. Increasing the contract extension limits, which would add flexibility and have significant effects incredibly quickly. Under the current CBA, teams and players can only increase the player's salary by 120% in the first year of a new extension unless the player qualifies as a designated player, blah, blah, blah. Basically, they're trying to make extensions worth more money and possibly longer. You mean That's going what we're back to about. how they used to be before they changed the CBA to cut before it down? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah where they're like, well, we, we can't have this. And now they're like, ah, we can't, we can't have yeah, six-year yeah, salaries we, with Antoine Jameson making exactly. $88 million. Can't do exactly. that. <laughs> Marcus, do you think this is a good idea, a good solution for teams looking to keep players in market and out of free agency? They're, they're, they are so unbelievable. They're the, so stupid. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they're so stupid. It's like. It was 10 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. You were just complaining about this. I don't understand. How about how about stop complaining about players moving so much? Like, that's what you're talking about. We don't want players also, to leave. you keep trading players that sign extensions. It's like, just say no. Like, what do you want? Do you want to pay them too much for too long? Or you want them to be able to leave? Like, which one is it? You There is no formula with both. There's no formula with both. Mm -mm. Either pay them and you might get stuck with a dude making way too much money for six years. Then you come up with amnesty. Remember amnesty? Oh, we got to get out. I love like, amnesty. Oh, my, amnesty you guys are unbelievable. Battery. You guys are. And then they use it on Charlie Bell, a one-year deal with $4 million. <laughs> That's like, why you're upset. These dudes are, <laughs> these dudes are constantly, they're like, they're like shucking and jiving. They don't know what yeah. they want to do. They complain about something new every CBA. It's like, pick what you want. You got to pick one. Either I want the ability to keep my guy for a long time, and if I miss, I miss. That's it. Or you let these guys go. But you can't have both. Like, you, you, we can't cover for all of your mistakes with a document. Like, stop being an idiot, make good moves, and pick mm -hmm. a side. That, it's really that simple. Why do, Jay, why, does this, why should we make this easy? That's the thing where like winning should be should be hard, and I, many <laughs> franchises prove it to be hard. But winning should be hard. It should be and, that and, hard. Huh? Charlotte's yeah, like, hold yeah. oh, no, on, Mike. Like, come on, man. Y'all didn't say it was this hard. <laughs> I, I'm going the other way. I think this is a great idea. I think this is a great idea because the extension rules, the way they're set up, it's like if, it, if you identify the player, yeah. if you identify the player, and and he becomes great, and you have him on a, this value deal. You can't keep him just because he got too good, because he got too good in your organization. You can't afford him on a on a contract extension, and then he's going to hit free agency. Like, why are we not allowing teams to keep the guys that, that they draft? Who said they can't? That's what the Larry Bird exception is. That's mm -hmm. what the Bird exception is. 
I know, but but you, then you, you let them go to free agency. You never know what could happen. I I, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna let some players sign max extensions, then anybody should be able to sign an extension of any level. Like, why are we limiting these extensions just because the owners will do stupid stuff and they want to save themselves from doing stupid stuff? That's what the super max extension was about, right? Mm-hmm. They got the library. They got all these things that, that are backfired. designed. Exactly. They're all going to backfire. This is one thing a Warriors executive told me years ago when they tried to come up with the rule because they were mad about Kevin Durant. You pick the rules. We're smarter than you. Right. Like, no matter what rule, no matter how you change it, like, they got Kevin Durant and stayed under the cap. <laughs> like, like either you're ridiculous. good at this or, right? Either you're good at this or you're not. Like, the answer is to find people who are good at this. Right? Like, I mean, how does Boston have that team? <laughs> like, Somebody, you got to be good at it. Like yeah. you, the the league is driven by small markets and dumb GMs. That's who makes the decisions, and that's what's wrong. Like, no, you got to be good at this. There's no there's no magic pill to make you better at this. <laughs> like, it's not gonna happen. Hire Zach Take, Harper. Yo, I will give you a squad. <laughs> oh, they might not man. be very good. Imagine the but press we conferences. Will pack. Yo, oh my God. I want Zach Harper as the president and Jay King as the GM. And we got to record the, all the meetings. The <laughs> NBA could not handle us. We got to record They'd all be the meetings. Fucking scared. I, I want to see. We would Jay have a King. squad. I want to see John Conchar would be fucking killing for us. That's what I want to see. That the first I, name is John Conchar. I, I was thinking that's the first name you came up with. Hey, I want. Hey, Zach. John I, I Conchar. I want to be there for the moment when you trade Dylan Brooks and he comes storming into the office. Like, how did you get rid? Yeah, how did you get rid? No offense to the Memphis front office. You guys have done a phenomenal job. Jay and I take it over. You want this job situation handled? We got it. You want that team built into a champion? We got it. Move and it on. It starts by moving Dylan Brooks the <laughs> fuck out of there. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Look, I will get fired. I will get fired day you're one. You're already fired. Honestly. You're out. I'm the president. You're the GM. You're out. <laughs> I get fired day one. This is the conversation. You. I, I, would, will I would literally Dylan fight Brooks you. I to a team for a fucking fax machine, okay? I need nothing in return. It's just Trade player exception that I will not the, use. The I promise not to use. And, and a fax machine and a beeper. Yo, That's what I want. This, this is the this is the TV show we need right here. This hey, that would actually be a hell of a TV show. Make sure just two idiots running an NBA franchise into the ground. <laughs> I watched it. Was called the David Conn era. All right. Make sure Ouch. you subscribe to all podcasts Ouch. on the Athletic Podcast Network. Make sure I'm you subscribe from heaven to the bounce, <laughs> the essential NBA newsletter for free. Theathletic.com slash bounce. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel that you're on right now if you're watching us. Make sure you listen to all of our podcasts. Warriors Plus Minus, Anything is Potable, Down to Dunk, No Dunks, Glue Guys, Sixers Beat, and of course the Bun and Cardigan Show. For Jay, for Marcus, for Schleck, I'm Zach. See you next time on Point of Contention. Jay absolutely pressures you Fire with drafted Johnny Flynn. He's, he's not totally, pressuring he's shit. Like, no, 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 Zach is like, we gotta get Steph Curry. He's like, like put that evil on me. I was the biggest Steph Curry, Curry guy at Davidson. Are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> we're getting Ben Hansbro with the six pick. <laughs>
Jim or Fredette would have been on our roster. Jim for sure. Fuck, he would have. I saw his ass got exposed by Kawhi. But we would have drafted Fred Van Vliet first round, though. We definitely would have done that. Yeah, I'm with that. We, we would have drafted Fred. I, I, I typed out. Someone asked me about my favorite college players ever. I typed out the list. Okay. Honestly, like, this team, oh, this team would be legit. Okay. Mateen Cleaves. No. Jamal Tinsley. Oh, yeah, Mel Mel. Joe Kim, Noah. Okay. Andre Miller. First off, yes. did you know Cleese and Tinsley play the same position, right? Like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not saying we'd have them all at the same time. Oh, okay. These were different eras. Right, right. I'm about to be like. Pepe Sanchez. Oh, we Pepe was a problem. We would have won games with Pepe Sanchez. Yeah. Jay Williams. Shane Battier. But the Jay Taylor Williams Coppin one would not have worked out. Taylor Coppenrath? No, not Coppenrath. Come on. Coppenrath would have been a killer for us. Him and Conchar? 